Hello folks, how's it going? Welcome to the Water Cooler Talk, the newest and the coolest podcast out on the streets. I'm joined by Garrett Mayo tonight. How's it going folks? We're in the mean streets of Jasper, Georgia, getting to know who we are and what we're about with this sports podcast we got coming up. We, uh, we really just wanted to go into detail about ourselves, mainly on this first little podcast intro. Go into who we are, uh, why we're getting into the sports podcast world, just a little summary of who we are in the sports world. Uh, just some stories we have for you, and we'll finish off with a performance of the day tonight, and uh, yeah, let's get it going. That's about it. So as for why I'm getting into the sports podcast, it's pretty simple, really. Staying at home's nice. Making money's nice. I figure why not combine both. We're recording this out of my lovely home, and so hopefully fattening our pockets as well to keep this going. How about you, Levi? Heard that. I mean, who doesn't love talking about sports, first off? I mean, it's NBA playoff season. I mean, you got baseball just started 60 games in. I mean, you couldn't really get more into the sports world or the sports season than where we are now, so why not start now? You know what I'm saying? Plus, like, we have good sports conversations yeah. in general. <laughs> Dude, straight so, up. So, like, why not just record it and just maybe, like, get some cloud out of yeah, it? Yeah, why not? Why not? Maybe these folks will enjoy this kind of stuff. Maybe we can get a couple episodes out of what we got to talk about but let's start us off man let's let's start talking about why we're really getting into this kind of stuff you know well, what I'm i gotta say i've been talking about doing a sports podcast for probably the last three four years yeah, now yeah. and so it was really the pandemic that was like dang you need to get this going because just like it's depressing to talk about but you're seeing everybody get laid off and having like no other outcome yeah. to make money yeah. it's like Having a good side hustle never yeah, hurt anybody, real, so this real. is going to be our side hustle. Especially when you love it, too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, it's, it can be a side hustle that you can make it work, but when you when you love something, it's it's not just coming to work type stuff. Well, that's really all we have to say about why we got into this, yes. money and fun, yeah. and so we're just going to give a brief summary of our sports careers, because it's always funny, at least to me watching talk show hosts and like sports radio and things like that like skip bayless Stephen a smith mm-hmm. it's like shout yeah out shout out to our boys yeah. <laughs> it's like what like, why are y'all talking about this stuff and i mean they had better sports careers than we did yeah but it's just like it's always nice to know like what background your talking heads have about yeah their sports are talking about so yeah. Levi, i'll let you go first so i mean it really started with i guess when i was young young like three four years old man i just got a ball put in my hand started off baseball uh played t-ball all throughout high school played at the high school i went to attended to uh, played four years of high school baseball and really my main sport was basketball man when i was at middle school you'd say yeah oh yeah middle, middle school dude, you I, mean, dude, middle I school. mean dude i was i was i was nasty with it just a little white boy go out there in the aau and just i mean i'd tear it up so you know what i'm saying forget a you'd be nasty. playing pick up in his backyard and up, throw bro. the ball off your head and dribble it through your Not legs people but yeah i mean i've just i've just always had that thing for sports i, I grew up man i, I didn't Hard labor, I've, I've done it, this and that, like landscaping, concrete, whole nine yards, man. That's, that stuff's fun for some people, but sports was what it was for me, man. That, that yeah. I always knew I'd do something with it, whether it was dang, so, take off with it with the sport or talk about it, analyze, don't matter. Now, you but, played football too, right? Yeah, a little bit. I played a couple years of football. I was, didn't like it too much. I was too small, you know what I'm saying? I was just, yeah. I was just too little. I mean, didn't you bruise your rib one time? Yeah, I, I did. I broke my arm my first year, and the <laughs> second year, I, I dang near bruised my or broke my ribs. I had a 
deep bone bruise, and it was his rough, man. It really was. What about you, though? What you got going on? I'll there? say one thing we didn't mention earlier. We are cousins. Yeah, yeah, we are. And so, <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, like, we played baseball <laughs> yeah. together, like, yeah, grew up literally I mean, every year yeah. until high school. We're the closest thing to, like, actually being a brother mm-hmm. without actually, like, having the yeah. name put, put with it. But, yeah, I mean, and... <laughs> I ain't going to say too much about me. You know, I love yeah. my sports and stuff like that. But you always had the brains behind the sports. Let's talk yeah. about that for a second. I'm, I'm the very definition <laughs> yeah. of a person who knows what to do but doesn't have the athletic ability to, <laughs> to put into practice. Yeah, he knows what he's, so what he's like, talking about. So, like, Levi was saying he's going, like, he knows his hard labor and stuff. I took the college route. I'm chilling currently at the University of Alabama. I'm not on a sports or anything like that, just – Sitting in Washington bars like everybody else. But I've pretty much, I played baseball from the ages of 4 to 15. And I played basketball from first grade to senior year of high school. And those were always my main two. I really, my only two. I did like recreation boxing for years. Not like ever with anybody, but I'd go to a gym and train and stuff. And I tried track and cross country. For a year in high school, and needless to say, we will not be covering any track or cross country no, content <laughs> on this channel. We do not run or we but, work out, but we do not cardio. I Let's would describe that. my sporting career as always good enough to make the team, never good enough to play. I love it, dude. I love <laughs> so, it. Uh, that is such a perfect <laughs> analogy for you. Yeah. That kid who's good enough to play, but good like, enough my, to be on the team. Yeah. But, uh, I, sit, I, I sit there and look pretty and make that bitch look good. <laughs> I remember... Uh, uh, we'll talk about that later when we're telling sports <laughs> stories, but uh, I actually, I played fall baseball my freshman year of high school, didn't make the spring team, and then some personal stuff got in the way, and that was a wrap on my baseball career. I played middle school basketball at my middle school, and scored a solid two points in my entire 7th and 8th grade hey, seasons yeah, put dude. together, hey, yeah. so that's what you like to see. Let's go, baby. Give a little clap, clap, in the, yeah. clap in the chat for old Gary Mayo right there. <laughs> hey, you love to see it. I had as many blocks as I did points. And that's two each. Let's go. Let's go. Then, I thought about playing football one year, and I was getting ready to sign up for like a week. I'd convinced myself to do it. And I was talking to one of my buddies who also played football. This was probably like fourth grade. And he was like, yeah, man, you know, football season's coming up. I, like, I'm done drinking Coke. And I said, you're what? And he said, yeah, you know, i got to start training. No more Coke for me. And I said, well, there goes that career. I ain't playing, I ain't football. playing football if I can't drink my Coca-Cola. <laughs> so I was sitting there sipping Coke on the sidelines while watching, while watching those people play. And i got to say, I think I had more fun doing it than they did. Yeah, 100%, man. All right, so that's really, I guess, the summary of our sports careers. You played high school baseball you could have made the middle school high school basketball teams yeah, but just stuff came out see the thing it. about the thing about me and Garrett here is is we're we're 20 years old trying to start a podcast talking about things 60s 70s 80s 90s 2000s era of sports mm-hmm. when reality heck we've been well, we only had two real decades of sports to actually comprehend what's actually I would been say going for really a decade. I started watching, like, keep being able to actually follow sports, probably the 2008 NBA Finals. I remember I watched the 2004 Finals as, like, a little, little kid. I watched 2007, but I don't remember, like, actually knowing yeah. what was happening yeah. while it was on. 2008 was the first year 
where I was like, okay, that's like Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett, big three yeah. against Kobe and Pau Gasol. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, like game two this is tomorrow. Is like This like, is insane. And I watched every NBA Finals from that point, though I didn't actually like keep up with the NBA like regular season, like yeah. heavy, heavy until the 14-15 season. Mainly because that was the year, like, obviously, as we've said, we're all from Georgia. That was the year the Hawks pulled out that Eastern Conference Finals appearance. Wow. And we're recording this, actually, as we've wrapped up <laughs> Game 2. Go Not even wrapped up Game yeah, 2. Like we gave up watching Hawks versus Sixers. Down 20 in the fourth with yeah. 6.45 left. So, I don't think there's going to be another trip in yeah. our future. Yeah. Uh, Baseball-wise, as my roommate can attest to this, we sit and talk about baseball all the time. My, like, baseball knowledge, like, currently, like, I've probably started watching 2007 and probably stopped around 2013, Mm -hmm. and I just, I haven't really kept up with baseball since then. I never really, see, growing up, though, like, I was a big baseball fan, and because of that, I was real prejudiced against football, because the whole thing was always, like, which one's the biggest sport in America, and I was always like, man, it's baseball, no question, like, football's stupid, lame, I don't want anything to do with it. Well, in the last couple of years, I have done a complete 180 on those two opinions. And I've started following football here lately, probably, yeah, since 2019. So I'm big into football now, I'd say. Yeah, I feel you on that, dude. I, uh, I guess my recollection, reco- whatever that word's called. Recollection? Right? Yeah, y'all know what I was trying to say there. <laughs> but uh, that, for me... I'd say it's when uh, I'd say the 06 finals in the NBA when D Wade and Shaq, Shaq when they went yeah. and Rondo Morning when they were all on that get had Gary Payton like that team Penny was Hardaway yeah. everybody forgets Penny, Penny was, on, was that team. on that team my boy I got him a ring about this say I completely forgot about Penny but no that's when it really started for me man and you you can attest to this I mean I was eight. So this was back, like you said, 2008, I remember you had that Shaq like, Mammy Heat poster yeah. hanging up in your room. Yeah. That was like and my first I, memories of I like, used to get sports books, and I would take the pictures and take the pages out of them dude. and put the, like, literal, like, it would be a legit mm-hmm. page of, like, Dirk Nowitzki, Tim Duncan, or Shaq, or LeBron, or D-Wade, just certain players, and it would have, like, statistics all over. And my room for, I'd say three years, yeah. two and a half, three years, yeah. was just covered in this little statistical things that... Now that I look back on it, it helped me so much with my knowledge of sports. It's, it's actually insane to think about. I remember for a couple of years, we went to the same elementary school. And if you went into the office, one year, I guess it was like 2007, they were selling the MLB All-Century Team. And it was yeah. a little like, they had a couple copies of the book, and it was shaped like a baseball. Yep. And we both got copies. And I probably read that thing like no less than like 20, 30 times yeah. as a kid. I read it God knows how many times. Man, that was that was the book right there because if you want to know anything about anybody, yeah. that was yeah. shout out that company as well. Hey, I mean, shout out you guys. We, shout we, out to Mark McGuire. Yeah. I, I stayed on Mark McGuire's page. <laughs> Dude, the picture of him and his wife in that dress, man. Shout out the photographer, bro. Shout out that guy. That was legit. But yeah, I mean, that's just a really I kind of got off topic there with the whole summary of sports, but. Uh, I guess we'll just go into what we'll be talking about in the future, you know? Yeah, oh, we haven't even talked about, uh, so in addition to, like, baseball, basketball, oh, football, yeah, obviously yeah. the big yeah. three, yeah. and I said I was into, like, boxing and things of that nature, well, we're both big, like, combat sports fans, yeah. and so we'll also be covering, like, 
boxing, UFC, and even the WWE. Yeah, like W, like I don't care what anybody says. It's fake. Everybody knows it's fake, and that's yeah. awesome. But we, it doesn't matter. It just goes back to the simple fact of like it's two dudes swinging chairs yeah. at each other. It's like, like finding <laughs> the entertainment in what they're doing. That, that's yeah. the whole thing about sports. It's like yeah, it's competitive. Yeah, everybody obviously you don't give the trophy to the second place team. Number one always gets yeah. the trophy, but. At the same time, it's also good to like take mm-hmm. take the positive out of the entertainment and just like what they're truly yeah. doing. They're not here to dang make. They are here to make trillions and millions of dollars. Yeah, but at the same time, they're also here to like prove a point, yeah. to entertain what they're. Actually I will doing. say, I dare anybody to listen to a Ric Flair, a Stone Cold Steve Austin, or a Rock like interview and not just come away like yeah, loving like, okay, it. Like yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, it's, like, like, <laughs> it's more of like it's. It's kind of like just the the ego that they bring to the table. Yeah, you know what I mean? it's, it's just like, like hey, it's man, what you want to be. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, they have that swagger about them. Like, I want to walk in there and like tell this mother effort this. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, if you watch this, if you watch a Stone Cold segment or promo or whatever, like, you're gonna want to go flip off the closest Straight person up, next to you and give him a stunner. Crack like, a couple beers. Crack a couple just, beers. Yeah. For real, that is legit though. So I guess that's really like a good summary of our yeah. sports careers and what we want to talk about. So the rest of this, I guess, is be us telling sports stories about like yeah. detailed stuff about like just us growing up and the kind of stuff we got into. So Levi, you got any good ones for us? I do actually, man. I do. So uh, if 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 we can go to a certain and I. I I won't say a name right here, and this name is going to be brought up in this podcast more times than probably, dang, a lot of sports people will who actually are important, <laughs> but uh, we got an old cousin, his name's Ryan Chambers. Ryan, we as soon you. as we get big enough to where we can have a guest on, He's our guest, like, yeah. he will be a guest, be a for, guest sure. for sure. But that kid, he deserves a lot, he really does. Growing up, man, he caught some heck for being so unathletic, you know? There's just always that one kid in the group who, like... Everybody's got something, you know. Everybody. It, does. If Whether you're sitting around like, in a group and something's gonna happen to somebody, yeah, it's gonna if be this Ryan's guy. in that group, it's, it's, it's gonna guy. be Ryan. It's this guy, literally. So, man, his dad. Shout out, Chuck. Chucko, we love you, buddy. Dude, his dad truly put me into a state of mind when it came to basketball of just I'm unstoppable. Like Chuck literally would sit me down before a game and be like, "I need you to drop 25, 30 points tonight. You got to do it." Boom. Next thing you know, we'd do it. Next thing you know, dang, <laughs> he'd be looking at Ryan. Ryan, I just need you to sit here and not get kicked out of the game for like, having a temper tantrum or throwing a fit. Or just, Ryan, I just need you to stay in the game. Ryan, you ever see, like, <laughs> sports videos where somebody's getting trash talked to and they blow up? That's Ryan, like, the slightest bit sure. of push. Yeah, like, like, even, not even about sports, just, like, really anything. In general. Like, if you're playing tag and he's been it for longer than 10 minutes, like, you're going to have a fight. Bro, and let me say this right now. We were in third, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. We played, me and my cousin Ryan, we played basketball together third, fourth, fifth grade. And uh, his mom. I mean, dude, she used to give the kid crazy heck. I loved every second of it, dude. She would be, it'd be practice. We'd be in fourth grade. Oh, oh, mom would be sitting up there in the stands just, you, you're trash. You suck. You can't hit a free throw. Old buddy would be in fourth grade just <laughs> red face, sweating, wanting to cuss his mom out, knowing good dang and well if he says a cuss word, he's in more trouble than he can get out of. You know what I mean? Uh, he'd be holding his tongue left and right. We'd get into a game, and she'd start screaming again like it was practice. Well, he knew in them games she couldn't really come out on the court and whoop him like in practice. Well, 
one of them games one time, <clears throat> she starts screaming at him while he's at the free throw line. He still gets another free throw, and he grabs the ball. And when he grabs his ball, he straight up gives it back to the referee and walks off the court. Completely just walks off the court, walks out of the game, walked outside. I mean, nobody knew what the heck happened. The whole gym went quiet. Sub somebody in, keep playing. About two minutes, three minutes goes by, Ryan walks in. Took his jersey off, put sweatpants on, put a sweat sweatshirt and everything. Just came back in the gym, completely different outfit and everything. Yo, what's up, y'all? Acting completely fine. His mama took him in the woman's bathroom, and you could hear him getting whooped <laughs> throughout a basketball game at Clayton Elementary School, just getting his hind hit, son. It was the funniest thing. He came out of that bathroom, damn, eight years old, crying like a baby, son. It was just one of those Dude, things. Some man. sports parents, they take it, like, real serious. Like, our grandpa, he had a rule with our dads. If they ever got caught, if they ever struck out, and especially if they struck out without swinging, they were getting whooping after the game. No matter what. And my dad, he got drafted by the California Angels, actually, straight out of high school. And so that just gives you the kind of sports background that we got. Yeah. Though, unfortunately, we didn't get those genes. My dad was probably about 6'6 six, six in high school. I'm yeah. a solid 5'10. So. I'm, I'm maybe 5'10, 5'9. According Push to some it. sources, 5'8. <laughs> Shout out Hannah Hutchinson. <laughs> Yeah, man, uh, all jokes, <laughs> all jokes, boys. Yeah, man, but this podcast really is going to be one of those things where it's just like me and you can sit here and like, we know plenty of people, this and that, and that's fine, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily who we know or what we know, it's just getting out here and talking about what we know, you know like, yeah, like I mean, everything. Realistically, like when we first post stuff like this, there's probably going to be like 10 viewers. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I highly doubt we'll even like have this much, like. I guess you would say, like, fan base or like, yeah. just anything for This will be one of those things where we'll probably pin it to our channel. That yeah. way, if there are new fans, mm-hmm. they can watch this Yo, Yeah, y'all know what's yeah. going on, this and that. Yeah. Dude, it's, <laughs> this is going to be one of those things, too, where the production value, if we ever did, like, upgrade stuff, like, this mic and the audio would probably sound terrible. Oh, my goodness, Like, in yeah. hindsight, like, when I go back, I'm a big fan of, like, NBA YouTubers and stuff. Mm-hmm. I listen to like Mike Corzumba, Dom Two K. Shout out to like, yeah, B Saul. Shout out to them. And I'll go back and listen to their, like old old videos and stuff, and, and like, be like I, wow. I can't even really listen to it. Like yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, like, they, they definitely <laughs> stepped up. Yeah. Like, even like their old stuff's way better than what we got now. Yeah. So I like, no disrespect intended, yeah. but like it's more or less just to like yeah. audio production, all this man. We're we're rocking a thirty dollar microphone. Yeah, like and and that's just it starts with everybody. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying. Everybody who's ever done this has been in our position, and yeah. like everybody who will continue to try to take this like way of like a career type thing, they're always going to be in like the starting position. And no matter what, it, no matter what you do in life, you're always going to find yourself in route one. That's just a shitty. Thing. I've got not really a single sports story, but Levi can attest to this. One of my key attributes as an athlete is my ability to throw up. Oh my and gosh. I have puked on, <laughs> I can't even count how many like athletic fields, courts, whatever you want to call it. Like, I've hey, puked there. The audacity he has to bring this up right now is, it's it's just testament to what he's trying to do with this podcast. I thing. mean, it's, I'll be straight up. 
Like, it's not even like I'm a nervous person by nature. I'll probably puke after this podcast is over. Like, every major life event I've had, I have thrown up afterwards or before or during. 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 Like, straight up. No, there's no. Like, like, if I'll give you. I'll give you one that's like it's funny and it's not even really a nervous throw up. We had a baseball game. And before the game, it was one of those, like, after-school games, you know? So, like, you go out, to, like, to the gas station and get something to eat and a snack. Mm-hmm. And I got those, like, watermelon gummy, like, Sour Patch Kids things. And I probably ate, like, a box of them. And somehow, like, I guess it would have been the first time I was batting that game. I got a double. And I'll tell you, that run from home plate to second base, is it got me. And so, I had, honestly, I had to puke. And I stepped off the bag, and I'm puking my guts out. And while I'm puking, this kid tags me out. And I was so mad. <laughs> he said, dude, I'll, fuck, I'll throw up on you. Yeah. Talk, yeah. You want to talk about a good, like, baseball <laughs> IQ? Like, my mind was anywhere near baseball at that moment. But that kid, he had the wherewithal to think, like, hey, he's off the bag. Let me tag him real quick. And if you ever hear this story, kid, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> and I'm still upset. I could have made, like... I don't know. I could have got a run. I don't know if we won that game or not, but that could have been the deciding factor. Right there. Yeah, it's a double in the first inning. Then Levi could probably tell a story, or an alternate version of the story as good as I can. Our first day of that fall baseball man, team man. that I had, I was just so nervous to be there. I like, I don't even know. I ate like a big snack at like six period because I get hungry real easy. I'm hungry now. But, like, we're just, like, sitting there. I was trying to, like, get something to hold me over just through practice. And I guess it was too much to, like, combine with my nerves. And we're doing, if you play baseball, this is, like, the simplest drill there is. He'll, like, coach Mashburn, hits the grounder to shortstop. There's a person at first base. You throw it to him. You run over to first base. You take his place. He moves to second base. Ends up just being, like, a big ring thrown around. Well, it was my turn up. And I got it. I threw it to first. And I, re- I ran to first. I was started to feel it. And I could, like, feel it coming up. I was trying to hold it in. And then somebody else behind me throws it to second base. I get to second. I run. And I get there. I'm like, oh, I ain't going to make this it. Is where my, then, this is where I come into the story. Then whoever's next, they go up. And it's coming. And I got it. I'm at second base going to throw it to third. And I just like, end up just, like, throwing the ball on the ground, like, rolling it. And I run to, like, the edge of the field. Like, <laughs> no, they know no, what's no, about no, to no. happen. Okay, before, let's let's go back to where he says, I'm at second base and I throw it in the ground. What he did was get the ball from second, threw a good throw to third, got to the edge of the grass between the 5-6 hole on third and short, gets to the hole right there, and, like, just, he's still in the dirt at this point, but he's, like, standing in the hole of 5-6 and just grabs his stomach. And, like, I was about to go up, and I was about to have to, like, get the ground ball and throw it first and go to first. Well, I see what's about to happen. And nobody on the field knows Garrett like I did at the time, so I'm like, oh, fudge. Oh, boy, here we go. This is, this is, oh, ah. And by the time I could even, like, like, like comprehend what you were truly doing. Like I saw you grabbing your stomach. Like uh, I knew what was about to happen, but I couldn't like physically get myself to like yeah. go over there and be like, yeah. as soon as you get to the dang uh, outfield, uh, 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 he's throwing up chicken and uh, I don't even know I what it say, was. Just <laughs> also <laughs> know, I will. Pro- I'm probably the loudest <clears throat> puker. You oh, could ever yeah. meet. Mm-hmm. It sounds like I don't know. Our, we got a cousin. His name's Hagen Smith. Shout out Hagen, bro. 
He has it's bad. It's it's rough. I think he may have you beat, but like you, it's are, like a horror movie. Yeah, villain, you're like. bad, bro. I, I love you to death, but it's bad. But he gets to the outfield and he's throwing up this and that. And no, Coach Richard Mashburn, shout out Coach Mashburn. I miss you, bro. I, I hope you hear this. But uh, uh, he gets to the thing, Garrett, where he was in the outfield. He said, "Mayo, you lucky to throw up on my field." You'd have thrown up on my field. I'd have made you run. <laughs> Garrett looks at him and says, okay. <laughs> puts his head down. <laughs> and just walks back in the line and keeps going throughout practice like nothing happened. And when we were playing fall ball, his daddy used to come up to the field and watch us practice. Yeah. <laughs> his daddy was sitting there behind home plate, sitting there just laughing because he knew Garrett was sick as a dog. He couldn't help it. He, my dad was the same way too. It's like, I guess it's yeah, like a family it thing. Was. Like it, we just we throw up on it. See, and and the people who who know us and this and that and our list us and all that. The people who know us, they know how like how similar we are to our dads. Like we have so much of our dads and ourselves. It's 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 insane to an extent. Like obviously everybody does, but it's just yeah. we're. We've always Second heard, generation. Yeah, we've always right. heard it our whole life, this and that. Y'all are so much like y'all's daddy, this and that, this and that. Your daddy this, your dad, y'all's daddy that. So, I mean, we've always had a mad mad respect for those guys, and just shout out to all them. Shout out to them. But yeah. it just, it's different the way they raised us and the way they were raised. You know what I mean? And, and, yeah, and, and yeah, it only I mean, goes back to the time of era. It's cyclical because, like, yes. it's one of those things, like, they got whooped every time they exactly. struck out. Yeah. And so when it was, like, their turn to raise us, they didn't, they didn't push us yet. that hard. Exactly. In hindsight, I was the kind of kid, like, I could have used some extra pushing. Like, if I could go back, I would have, like, worked way harder at baseball especially because when it came to baseball, I always, I loved to hit. I couldn't give a lick about fielding. Yeah. And that was always, like... I was I'm a good bat, but when it came time to field, I was such a liability, and it wasn't even really my fault. So just sticking to the sports stories. Hang on, things. hang on, hang on, hang on. This podcast is very first based off. It is my fault. Let's say this. Well, let me get to my okay. It is, but it's not. Let me get to my story. With you, dude. So when I was in second grade, and you gotta tell your side of not this story, but just like I played all stars, you gotta tell your all star okay, yeah, story. Okay, yeah, yeah. And my coach, not gonna name any names, but he had me playing catcher without a helmet on. And long story short, I get rocked by a foul ball right in the face, that was bad. and I had a heck of a black eye. And after that, mm-hmm. whenever I'd field, I would be scared of like grounders and stuff. And I would, like, instead of when you're, like, in a fielding position, you put your glove, like, between your legs and stuff. Yeah. My glove would be planted firmly in front of my face. And so whenever I'd have a grounder hit, it would go right through my legs because my reaction time yeah. wouldn't be too hot. I feel you. I know what you mean. And so speaking of all-stars, though, Levi has way more experience. Yeah. Than Which, I was a young buck, you know, that's damn... What, 15 years ago? You were like 16, five. Yeah, 15, 16 years. It's crazy to think on that. But, like, yeah, man. Shout out all the boys on that team, too. At old Mendoza, Alex Mendoza, Griffin and Grant Potts, old Tanner Griffith, Grayson Baker, Will Brown, all those boys. Shout out to them. Uh, yeah, we went down. We were five and six years old playing All-Stars, man. And that's when ball was really, like, fun. You know, you could actually have fun and play baseball. You didn't have to, like... God, there's a scout here. I need to make sure I'm two for three with an X amount of base hits to an opposite side of the field or this side of the field. Like in high school, we really took that stuff. I or at least I did. I tried to like use 
the field is my advantage. Yeah. When I when going back to being five, you don't even think about that kind of stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? So being five, six, seven, eight, playing at a competitive rate, really like it just gets you ready for stuff that in your future you wouldn't even expect it to get you ready mm-hmm. for. So being five and six, going around, we were fifty eight and two for a whole summer. For three months of the summer, being fifty eight and two as a five and six year old baseball team, we were dirty, bro. We were disgusting. And we ended up, what was it? Dang, uh, McDonough. Henry County, Georgia played yeah. in the, uh, what was it? Who did y'all play? It was that team. They started with the Boynton beat. Blue. They uh, they were the one of the only teams to beat us out at Boynton, Tennessee. They were one of the only two teams out of that whole summer to beat us. And the Sandy Plains Cougars beat us by one run, 15-16. to it was, a, it was the first team to beat us. And then the Boynton Blue beat us in Tennessee for our second loss, and then after that, bro, it was like, I'm pretty sure we won 30-something, 30 32, 33 in a row, like, it was ridiculous at the amount of wins, for such young kids, like, I know it's, a, we were young, it being all-stars, this and that, it's not really, like, competitive baseball, this and that, but, like, I hope people listening to this who have children can, like, take my, take this story, for example, being six years old, and you're playing with a kid named Alec Mendoza, who... Doesn't like his family barely. His dad didn't even know how to speak English. Let's say this: like he knew it. Don't get me wrong, but hey, he didn't really know how to like use it and this and that. You're five and six, playing with kids like that whose parents don't really know. Like, hey, let's let's do this or let's do that. Like because they're not from around here, they don't understand this kind of baseball. They don't understand like the way we do baseball around here. This and that. So it's like you meet these so different type of variations of people at such a young age. And you work with that, and you grow from that, and then it, you're here, you're 20 years old, and you look back on that stuff, and you're like, oh yeah, that helped me to be where I am today, or that got me to where I am today. Like, with Alex, his dad, Oscar, shout out him, bro, I see him sometimes, it's that, but when I was six years old, I turned six, and he drew me a, a picture of a, of a Transformer Bumblebee, bro, he drew me a picture and everything, said, happy birthday. I was about to mention that Bumblebee thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I heard that and the yeah, Shaq thing. Yeah, too yeah. Like. And so, and so, as a kid, and and you get a birthday gift like that, you obviously like that's a big thing for you. Especially Transformers came out at that time. We were six, seven years old. Yeah, two thousand seven so when was the huge. first movie came out. So like that was a big thing, and for me to be that young, I guess, and just to be around so many different, like like I said, variety of people, like diversity of people, like. This is such a, a different class of people that I've ever been around before. It, it, at that such a young age, it really boosts you up to, like, as a man, it shows you when you have children or when you're doing this or when you're doing that, you take everybody's values into consideration. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never really thought about that when I was five and six years old. Nobody does. Like, even my mom and dad would never put that into consideration. But, like, that's honestly, like, a big thing is why me start, us starting this podcast is, like, I want to be able to talk to somebody who's, like, 30, 35, and my story helped them to where they can go tell their son, hey, man, do like, try this or try try these different things. And, like, I don't know. It's just All-Stars was a big, big thing back in the day. A big How thing. come you only did it once? Because after, hey, I'm more of a one-and-done kind of guy, if you know what I mean, baby. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. For I'm better or saying. worse. <laughs> Mostly for worse. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, straight up. No, I kind of got off sidetrack right there with that question. I just want people to really understand, like, this shit's real, you know what I'm saying? The the diversity and the way this world's going now, we could really use a lot. We could use a lot of that. 
It's the respect of the game and the respect of sports. One thing, too, about your all-star experience. That, I think, was the first time either one of us got to meet Coach Rice. Coach Rice was like, him and my dad were probably the people who coached us up the most in baseball. And every person who's ever, like, learned under Coach Rice has an impression. So, Levi, let's hear your Coach Rice impression. What was that one word he used to say? Terrible. 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 That was terrible. That's just straight. I mean, if you're going to do that, I mean, I ain't even got it. I ain't got no answer for something Boys, you're letting him run a three-ring circus out here on you. This is terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Man. Straight up. I love Coach Rice. Shout out Chet Rice, babe. That's my boy right there. Shout out Chet. Hey, no. I don't know his company's name or whatnot, but he's got a landscaping business. Look him up on Facebook, Chip Rice. Dude, what is it with baseball coaches and landscaping? Him, Toby Latimer, construction, like, Dude. I guess that's just the second business to go in. It is, because think about this. All these, like, if you play baseball, what are you around 24-7? Dirt, Builds. dirt and grass. <laughs> you see the way these MLB teams are making this grass and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, when it comes to, like, and this is one big thing, like, I hope we can really, like, someday get into and all this kind of stuff, is when we're talking about fields and stuff like that, these MLB teams go through so much just to have their fields looking the way they do. I mean, and you can look at it from right field or left field, and it'll look like two completely different fields, and people truly yeah. don't even understand that. That's what's so crazy is, like, you can sit, you can go to Fenway, and you can sit on the big monster, or you can sit right behind the bullpen in right field where the yeah. fence goes down right there. And you're going to see the fields from, you're going to see two different fields pretty mm-hmm. much. It's all about how the sun, the moonlight, the lights from the field. It's like it's all about what, like how it hits, the angle yeah. it hits and stuff like that. Like those guys that coach younger kids, they see that and they're like, wow. Okay, I've got to ask you. If you had to go to one baseball ballpark, whether it be Fenway or Wrigley? Wrigley. I would go to Wrigley too. Wrigley simply because Fenway is, yeah, it's Fenway. It's, it's Boston. I don't you got, got the monster. Yeah, I got no reason to be in Boston. <laughs> hey, shout out D Philly. Shout out D Philly. He's up there in Boston right now doing his thing. Chipotle. Go to uh, downtown Manhattan and go to the Chipotle. Ask for Dylan Falaski. Tell him we sent you. Water cooler talk sent you. Get you right up there in Massachusetts, baby. <laughs> Dude, I one of like the biggest sports, I guess not regrets, but like missed opportunities I have. When I was 10, I got to pick a vacation. And I went to New York, and I wanted to go see a Yankees game to go to the Baseball Hall of Fame. And it was the season after they tore down the original Yankee Stadium. Yep. Yeah. And so, I mean, like, I'm a big history buff. I'm a history major in college. So, just, like, if I could have, like, got to say I went to the house that Ruth built, dude, it would have been amazing. But instead, I got to sit, and as we were walking into uh, the stadium, we could see them demolishing the old Yankee Stadium from, like, the walk-in way. And, dude, that was just, it was so sad. And I'm not, like, I'm a hardcore Braves fan, like, Atlanta sports. Like, that's just, you got to root for where you're from. Yeah, 100%. For, 100%. I will say, too, like, if we end up covering college <coughs> sports, which we probably will, like, oh, yeah, I was a big sure. Georgia Bulldogs fan growing up. Now, go to school in Alabama, so yeah, I we're guess. More, like, we're more of, like, a, a season sports podcast, more or less anything, you know, if it's college well, football, well, we're going to obviously talk about things, but like, yeah. it's like the big things out, we'll talk about that more than we would, like, say college football season, it's time for college football, Yeah, we're not going to talk about it, like, well, I mean, we'll talk about off season yeah, stuff, I mean, yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we won't just get into like super big detail about how the NFL needs to do this or do mm-hmm. that, but like, it's we're, just little stuff. Yeah, I mean, if we like, are really <clears throat> want to talk about like some old stuff, like, 
if we want to set aside a week to just talk about like hey man like, if you had to rank the NBA decades what would you do mm-hmm. like yeah we could do that maybe probably special episodes or something yeah but for the most part it's like a weekly sports news podcast yep. and 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 eventually if if the sports works out and all this we'll we'll, we'll get into like entertainment with movies and just a whole nine yards of just See. sports and entertainment. What we were going to do was have one hour-long podcast dedicated to both, but apparently you can't upload podcasts under sports and entertainment, so we're just going to split them off. We decided to say, hey, you know what? We'll get more out of sports than we would entertainment doing right now. Yeah, and it'll give us more time to talk about the stuff we actually want to talk about. Exactly, yeah. we got a lot of sports things that, like, we have a lot of, like, debates, like, Eras, yeah. Just, there's so many different things with this like, that we. Can honestly, do. we're 35 minutes in right now, about to be 36 here in about four seconds. But like, we could probably talk for another hour just yeah, how we easily, have been. So I just not to wrap up because we still got a little bit of time left. But like, what are your thoughts on the current state of basketball and like, oh, man, baseball it's, sports? It's rough. You know what I'm saying? It's rough. Yeah. The league soft. The league is soft, bro. It's, I mean, it's softer than a tissue. I mean, uh, it's set. I get it. We don't need to bring back Palace of the Mouse. We don't need to bring back uh, okay. ro- like Robert Lambeer punching somebody in the face or Kareem decking the white dude from the lake. Kurt Rambis. Shout out to Kurt Rambis. Shout out to Kurt, boy. You got you. got You got dope. You know he still uh, works for the Lakers, right? That's what's like, up. Yeah, he's shout a front out office that guy. guy. Dude. Shout out that guy. Shout out Kurt Rambis, for real. But, I mean, I'm not saying we need all the violence. and Obviously, that stuff's, but that's for the birds. Forget but, that. Bring back hand checking. Yeah, that's what like, I want to Oh my goodness, can somebody grab the back of a jersey? Like, not necessarily grab it, but like put their hand on the back of a jersey without, oh, yep, he hit him. Yep, that's a foul. Or can we not sit at the free throw or three point line, Mm -hmm. go up for a shot, go straight into the guy and throw it up and miss by 25 feet? Like, let's not. And still get caught a foul and get to shoot a shot. That's just so bad. Like, I get why they do it. If I were Adam Silver and I had to choose between hand checking. Or making an extra fifty million dollars, like I mean, I get it. You're yeah. gonna choose the money, but, if but as a fan, which we are, it would be so much more fun to, because it would eliminate so many what ifs. Yeah. Like if you look at Steph Curry, one of the biggest what ifs about his like legacy, I guess you could say, is he's soft. How could he handle nineties defenses? Yeah. And it's like if you just brought back hand checking, yeah. like we could see we wouldn't have to ha- ask that <laughs> question. Yeah. Straight up. I mean, not even to say Steph couldn't. He would still be saucing people you know, up. The biggest question I have about the league nowadays, what happened to the three-second rule? I mean, you rare, like that never gets called anymore. Do you think about that? Have you ever, like, I really, mean, truly paid? Like, I get it. It's a three-second call. This and I, I get But, like, at, at the end of the day, if you're going to play ball, play ball. But I just, there's I mean, I'll tell you what happened go, to go it. Go back to the league, like, back in the day. Oh, that's because the centers, they're all out the three-point line, yeah, so there's true. nothing to even yeah, call three so seconds yeah. on. <laughs> Good, like, dude, great we were, point. We were watching Joel Embiid play, and he dude, was draining buddy, threes. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> He's sitting there shooting fadeaways, and I'm like, Joel, you're seven-foot-one. Like, bro, take it to his chest, play like a grown man, pump fake if you have to, use the dream shake. Good God, yeah. the guy made the move for a reason. Like, use it. You want to talk about injury-prone. Like, oh, think about, about injury. if he didn't, God. if Joel Embiid would just post up, he would be, like, so much lighter on his, like, body than having to face up people and, all the time. And like, people, people are like, oh, Jokic went, what, 26, 10, and 8 yeah. as for an MVP season? Imagine what Embiid would have done. If truly. he wasn't hurt. If, not even if he was He missed 21 games out of the regular season. They were 10 and 11 yeah. without him on the court. Well, this was a short and regular season, too. No, this wasn't. Oh, yeah, 72, was, yeah, this, yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. They, they, they missed those 10 games. I'm thinking MLB. But he missed 21 games in total, okay? 
They have the second best. I'm pretty sure it was either. Don't give me. Don't. Don't hate me here, but they had the first or second best league with Embiid when he was in the game. They had the second best record in the East, minus the Nets. But when they didn't have Embiid, they were ten and eleven. If you can, if you can take Embiid out of the game, I mean, you got the game won. Ben Simmons is yeah. trash. I don't care what nobody says. He's trash. Like he's trash. I, I'm a big. I'm a not big, but I like Ben Simmons. Dude, the defense is there. Love the defense. I love the heart he has on defense, bro. Everything but, but shooting. But, but you can't be that tall, left-handed, and try to... Like, you can't. You physically can't do it, bro. You need to play your position. Play the two or three. Don't be down here trying to bring the ball down the court. They need to... I don't know. It's just See, ridiculous I, that the way these big men are trying to change the the way of the game. We need more Trey Youngs. I'm not saying this because I'm a Hawks fan. I'm not. Yeah. I'm really. We need more Stephs. We need more Trey's. We need more Damian Lillard's. Like, we need people like that. And... I don't know. The more these big men come in here, and, and, and they they're only getting bigger. That's what's yeah. scary about it, bro. Like we went out Chris to dinner. Tonight. Yeah, like we went out to dinner for lunch today. Yeah, we saw that kid. Literally, we were uh, at lunch today at Buffalo's, and there was a kid there just started working, very first day. I swear to y'all, he was six six. Yeah, two eighty. Something like that. Six 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 seven. In at the bare minimum six five. I'm not giving him less than six five, and I'm not giving him less than two eighty. Mm-hmm. I'm not. He was huge, bro. And I'm sitting there at 20 years old. He's probably 16, 17. That sucks. <laughs> you know, that kind yeah. of sucks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's one thing. Walking around college campuses, I'll see some people. They look like they're probably 36, and others look like they're about 12. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just sitting here looking like I'm about 15. Yeah, like, straight you know? up. You're just kind of in the mix. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, I'm, like, I'm somewhere Hope you're there. doing good, and hey, I'm better than you now. Yeah. <laughs> We're not better than you. No. All right, one last basketball thing to talk about. Then we'll maybe touch on some baseball and then wrap it up. Super teams. What do you think about it? Wow. Super teams. Got to get used to it. You know what I mean? There, yeah. There's no going back at this point. I mean, I'm not saying they did this or they did that. I'm not saying that. But think about this. Like you go back to, when was the first time you remember the NBA? Like you said, 08 finals. 2000. The big yeah. three. There you go. That's the very first time in our generation that we saw a big three go together and defeat like the biggest of bigs. But the one distinction people like I feel like we should point out though, they were all traded. Yeah. To the yeah, Celtics. Did, yeah, but why were they traded for the Celtics to the Celtics? Yeah. Well, because Kevin McHale had it in, he wanted to see exactly. Kevin Garnett go and get his boys a ring. There you go. There you but go. the player generated super teams, that should that, yeah, that's it's so much worse than like opinion. the Nets big three right now is unfair. I hate it. But it's it's so unfair to the league for these guys to say, Hey, we know what we can do. And I get it, bro. You're trying to win a championship. I'm sitting here. I'm yeah. sitting here talking into a microphone, trying to judge you, or critique yeah. your game. Yeah. Like, bro, keep doing so you. Don't keep comment on you. our post, KD. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we don't want the Dude, smoke. I hope you have a burner account coming for me, baby. <laughs> no, but I respect this game and all this and that. And and that's where people are really getting a lot of this stuff mixed up. It's more or less like you can respect the game that a person has and what they bring to the table, mm-hmm. but you can also not have respect for the way they bring it to the table, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, KD, this next episode we're going to do, we're going to talk about all-time rankings oh, and yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He is so hard to rank all-time. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Just because, like, talent-wise, he's probably he's top 10 all-time. But you don't want like, he's you can't say he's great because he's never overcame any odds. Yeah, he, he's always been he's a the monster. He's a mooch. Think about it. KD's a mooch. Yeah. Love the guy to death. Great game. Respect the heck out of his craft. Does it, I, I mean, I do anything mm-hmm. to go to a game and sit courtside and watch KD, yeah. do anything. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to say, 
if I had a child or I had somebody where it's like, who would you like base your game off of this and mm-hmm. that? I'd say look at Kevin Durant, but don't yeah. act like Kevin. Like don't. Yeah. Like, you can base your game and this and, and like, that. Like you don't need to necessarily like. His mindset when it comes to the court is like, okay, if I'm getting 35, I need somebody else to get 35, yeah. and then we can win. Well, that's what what irks me about him, though, is what the narrative since he left OKC has been he couldn't win a ring with Russ. Yeah. He was up 3-1 to one against the 73-9 Warriors. Yeah. Like, that's when you just got to be a man and close it out. And that's when you give up. Like, At that point, that's when, that's when you kind of just tell yourself, I give up. Fuck it. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm up this high. Who cares? I'm done, Zell. Screw it. We're good. <laughs> That's all it is. Yeah, it's like the Hawks in the fourth quarter of game one. They yeah. came out, first three quarters. Boom. Mm-hmm. Bam. Killed it. Up 3-1. Next thing yeah. you know, fourth quarter. But he just, four, three. he don't got it mentally. Exactly. That's where and it's at. We got about a minute left where we got to wrap up. So one last thing in there. I know a lot of LeBron fans like to talk about, oh, like you can't judge LeBron's finals record because of like he had to fight the Warriors and stuff. But I don't give LeBron any flag for that because uh-huh. he started that. Yeah, uh, he's just reaping what he sowed. Going After to LeBron, the heat. Miami, bro, you can never disgrace somebody for asking another person to come on your team who is a top tier player. You can't. I mean, yeah. you physically can't do it. I mean, that's that's such a hypocrite. At the end of the day, and I love LeBron. LeBron is definitely in my top five always. But when you bring so much politics into the game, it changes everything for you. It changes everything for you. It does. Yeah, like player politics and stuff. It's not where you like, It's, it's just like cool. the. I I guess it's good to have friends in the league. Yeah. But you don't gotta play with them. Yeah. Like exactly. That's just what it is, and that's just what we think about today's NBA. And that's our first episode <laughs> yeah, to wrap. I was about to say so to wrap it up, man. We're just. Mm-hmm. Gladly say, everybody, whoever's listening right now, we appreciate the listen. And if you guys want to give us some constructive cri- constructive criticism, that'd be great. Anything yeah. y'all got to say to us, just let us know. And we let hope y'all know. enjoy it. Yeah, see y'all next week. Thank you.